1: Welcome to Money Over Fifty. Today's topic: How long it takes to make a hundred thousand dollars. Michael, a nice concrete one for us here
0: today. What have you got, Dallas? You've been uh, you've been draining me with your philosophical topics. <laughs> like we've been talking philosophy for <laughs> and for, the, uh, the, the ultimate meaninglessness of life and it's, what's it's, the point it's, of it all. It's really taxing on me. <laughs> it, it takes it takes a lot out of me. Like so, so we have to intersperse. Yeah, um, very, very philosophical yeah. topics with nuts and bolts ones. So, yeah, is today one. is a nuts and bolts one. Um, it's one of those things, we've all heard how compounding works. Yep. But I just thought I'd look at a, yeah. a real life and practical and achievable yep. um, uh, outcome. So, so, that's what I wanted to make it. So, basically, um, yeah, how long it takes to make $100,000. So, so, what I've assumed here is that we're starting with a, a base to invest of $100,000. Whether you've saved that, whether you have an investment already that is $100,000, whether you have a super fund that's $100,000, um, it, it's an amount of money that, that most of us you know, have at our disposal somewhere, yep. even if it is only in superannuation. Yep. Um, what I've looked at is, is how long how long it takes for me to accumulate the next $100,000? Now, yep. I've made a couple of assumptions here. The first assumption is a, a rate of return of 10%. Um, uh, so, you know, in the yep. first year, $100,000 I have, I yep. make a 10% rate of return, Yep, that earns me $10,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've assumed that if there any taxes are due, they're yep. paid separately. Yep. And I've also assumed that... that Someone puts ten thousand dollars towards this, uh, t- towards yep, furthering towards their, their investments yep. so each that, year. So they add an, an so adding 10, another ten thousand dollars, and they've in, and I've indexed at the three, three yep, uh, percent per so year. So, so someone's got a hundred thousand dollars. They've invested that hundred. They're
1: adding in that first year. They've added ten thousand dollars into it, and yep. then each year, the ten thousand they added in it goes up by three percent with inflation. So we assume that yep. this person's working. Their wages are going up slightly each year. They've got a little bit more spare money each year to add into that. So what you, and, and I think this is why I was pretty excited to go through this one is because it's, we'll get to the numbers, but you imagine for for a lot of people who are in their 50s, the first, you know, it's it's the, that first $100,000 or that first, mm. whatever that lump sum is, it's really hard to put that together. Like mm. It's You imagine when you started work, you're, saving your $100,000 is so hard. and And what we're going to look at here is, once you've start to build up a bit of a capital base that you have built up that bit of an investment, how long is it before the money starts doing more of the work for you and you actually and your input and your investment starts to starts to be less of the driver of that? And that's so that's why you've sort of done it as a way where we've invested a small amount, we're adding a small amount every year, and what happens to that balance over time?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so just to be clear, the first year you Have your hundred thousand dollars, it earns a ten percent rate of return, yep. It earns you ten thousand dollars. You put in ten thousand dollars yep. as well. You add ten thousand of your own disposable yep. income mm-hmm. uh, to the investment, and you finish the year with a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Yep. So, um, obviously, you start year two with a hundred and twenty thousand dollars working for you. Um, you know, it makes a ten percent rate of return, which is now twelve thousand dollars, yep. And you put in you're $10,000, yep. uh, but you, we, we, we've indexed that up yep. by 3%, so you actually put in $10,300. Yep. Uh, so you end year two with 142300 So So the whole premise of this is yep. how long does it take me to make each $100,000? incremental yeah. So to get from $100,000 to $200,000, it actually takes you five years. Yep. So um, in the fifth year you uh your your hundred thousand dollars turns into two hundred thousand dollars yep in that fifth year. And that's
1: so that's uh, so that's kind of uh I guess if you just for round numbers people can sort of conceptualize that where you've got a hundred. Every year you're putting in ten. So you've basically put in fifty and and you yep. just over fifty and your money has done has, has done the work. It's it's got you the extra fifty. It's so got you the extra fifty it's basically half your work, half your money's work for that first five years. It's a good years. way to look at it. Yeah.
0: Um so the first five years it takes you it, it actually takes you yeah, it's in the fifth year where your hundred thousand ticks over that. Uh ticks over into the two hundred thousand. So how long does it once you've got two hundred thousand working for you, yeah. how long does it take you before you get to three hundred thousand? Yeah. Um, it's another three years. Yeah. So it's only three years now yeah. where you've put in yeah you're thousand dollars yep. per year so you've, it's only cost you yeah it's a good way to look at it it's only yep. cost you um effectively thirty thousand dollars yep.
1: so your money mm-hmm. you've done you've done a, in that for that next hundred you've done a third of the work basically you, you've put in your ten thousand a year yep. you've done a third of the work and your money's done the other two thirds basically to get you to that 300 and so and you start to and we'll see as you go through this it's I think this is the the point that's counterintuitive is that if it's taken five years, we instinctively think it took me five years to get from 100 to 200. Yeah. It's
0: going to take me another five years to get from 200 to 300. 300, yeah. Which just isn't the case. So this, um, to get it from 200 to 300, it takes three years. To get from 300 to 400, it takes under two and a half years. Yeah. Um, then to get from 400 to 500, it takes. Just under two years yeah. to get from five hundred thousand to six hundred thousand um, dollars. It takes sorry to get from six hundred to seven hundred. It takes one and a half years. Yep. Yeah. Uh, to get from seven hundred to uh, to eight hundred, it takes under one point two five years. And then to get from nine hundred to a million, it takes under one year. Yep. Yeah. So basically, by the time you get eighteen years down the track, yep, uh, you, you've you've got nine hundred ninety-one thousand dollars working for you, and ten um, percent rate of return. That is ninety-nine thousand one hundred thirty-nine dollars. So, 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 essentially, basically, what's ha- yeah, what's happened over that period of time in that eighteen-year time frame? Uh, it, it's your your. You're making almost a hundred thousand dollars alone from the from, from the, your, from the money is doing the work. from your money doing the work yeah. from it earning a ten percent rate of return. Yeah, it's a, um, I th-
1: I think this is I actually really like this concept of breaking that into the years of because mm. it does it, it is human nature to think of this in a linear way and and so what happens is we've got people who come to us at you know fifty five with seven hundred thousand dollars combined in super between you know two members of a couple and it's it's taken them from 20 to to 55 to build up that seven hundred thousand. and so when we say right you got 700 you you need to get to 2 million for example Mm. it feels like right well it took me it took me 35 years to get here it's going to take and you're now saying we need three times that amount it's going to take you know another 70 years to get there it's it is very counterintuitive as to how quickly and And the same thing that applies is once we start working that plan, and this is why we we do that bit of a you know retirement target, we show that as a as a graph. It's not just you're starting at seven hundred and you have got to get to two million. We show some waypoints along the way and go right. Well, roughly where would we need to be three years into that into that ten year plan to get Mm -hmm. to our two million dollars? And it's not it's not a third of the way between seven hundred and and two million. It's it's actually less than that because once we once we we really still need to put your shoulder to the wheel a fair bit in those early years of, of retirement those contributions those you know, maxing out your your before tax contributions you know saving that bit extra all those sorts of things it does it does still make a huge amount of difference to add to add into that capital base especially in those early years and and a lot of the time you don't necessarily see the benefits of it until you know years 63 64 65 where you're maxing out your concessionals and you've worked really hard all year and you've done all that and you might have gone from seven hundred thousand to 750 and you kind of go well that was that's great but i I still i'm still a long way off where i need to be so and that's kind of one of the things that we we often talk about is that hundred thousand increment is that it often feels like in that last 10 years of retirement it's it's taking so long to get to the next hundred and the next hundred. How are we ever going to get there? But once you once you build up to that, you know, you, you build up that base. You know, it's, I'm not the first person to think of this analogy, but it's like a snowball. You get that snowball rolling down a hill. The snowball actually accumulates more snow, and it then starts to roll along on its own and pick up more snow along the way. And so. That's yeah, look, it's it's
0: a good analogy because the snowball picks up more snow, and it in turn, gets in, has yeah. more surface area to pick up more snow, and then yeah. in turn has more surface area to pick up yeah. more snow. Compounding works the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You started with a surface area of a hundred thousand yeah. um, dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen years later, you have area. a surface area of nearly one million dollars. Yeah. And and um, yeah, that same percentage return. Is is now doing the heavy lifting for you. Yeah. So, at the start, you did you did half of the heavy lifting. You had a hundred thousand. Yep. It made a ten percent rate of return, ten thousand yep. dollars, and you put in ten thousand dollars was a fifty fifty equation. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, only eighteen years later. Yeah. It's, it's doing a hundred. It, it's it, doing yeah. It, it is it is actually doing ten times more yeah, work than you. Ten times more work than you. Yeah, yeah it's it's making a hundred thousand yeah. dollars almost for, uh, your, for your ten, and, and you're putting in yeah. By that stage, it's sixteen thousand five hundred and twenty-eight. So your original ten thousand yeah. dollars indexed to three percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. In, in inflation, assumed inflation. So, so it's 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 one of those ones. I mean, we look at compounding every single day that we're yeah. at work, yeah. Yeah. but We've, these figures yeah. still astound me. Yeah. And yeah. I had a look at this one, and I thought, okay, um, if someone if someone doesn't have much money right now, mm. but they have disposable income, then then um, where you could be in you know, fifteen or eighteen years time. It took eighteen years to f- essentially get to the million dollar mark in yeah. this situation here, mm. uh, and and while that's staggering enough, it's for us the staggering thing is not the capital that it turns into. It's the income that that throws yeah. then. So, yeah, at 10% rate of return. And again, this is this is all assumptions. Yeah, yeah. But, it's- but historically looking back, um, you can achieve a 10% rate of return, not by picking the best investments, but by being broadly diverse in, yeah. in the great quality companies of Australia and the world, a big proportion of them. Uh, that that's certainly not out of line with the long-term historical returns. No. So, so uh, it's one of those things that that, that compounding it, it just makes so much of a difference down the track.
1: Well, it's it's, it's really not a natural way for us to think about numbers. So, and I, mm-hmm. I've read this before, and I can't remember now where it was. And and I actually don't know the answer. You'd think I'd remember that, but the concept this person said is like, if I say to you, "What's eight plus 8 plus, eight plus, eight plus, eight plus, eight plus eight? You, you might go, oh, I don't know, it's about fifty or sixty or seventy, or somewhere like you don't mm. actually know how many times I've said eight, but you can get in the ballpark. But if I mm. say to you what's eight times eight times eight times eight times eight times eight times mm. eight, you, you got no idea. Like you can't mm. even get the scale right. You, it could be five hundred, it could be, you know, yeah. five million. You just have no concept. And so for me the big takeaway from, from this today and, and I don't know whether it might be you you might be thinking in a different direction, Michael, but the takeaway for me is this is this is why we sit down and 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 all of your investing and all of your decision making around um, your finances leading up to retirement needs to be based on a, a plan, and it needs to be a a written down, broken down plan of here's the here's the date specific dollar specific amounts that we need to have put away, and we need to be able to draw out in retirement. Because until you actually plug these numbers into a spreadsheet, it, it's not it's not intuitive. You're not going to just guess the right answer. And so mm. I think if you if you're 55 and you're thinking, yeah, I, I've sort of got to do some stuff over the next 10 years, but I don't know exactly how much or when or, you know, all that sort of thing. Whereas if you can break that down and go, right, I know that I need to be here in three years' time and here in six years' time and here in nine years' time, and then that gets me where I need to to retire, mm-hmm. it then becomes much easier to work backwards and go, okay, well, right, what, what do I actually, what do I need to do? How much do I need to be contributing? This is where I'm at now. What do I need to be adding in? You know what sort of return do I need to be getting on that money in order to to get me to to get that compounding effect working for me and get me where I need to be?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I mean the takeaway um, for me is that it took me five years to get from a hundred to two hundred thousand. So it took me five years to make the first hundred. Yeah. Then it only took me another three years to make the second hundred. Mm. Then it took me two and a half years. Then it took me two years. Then it took me one and a half. Then it took me one point two five, and then. And then all of a sudden, I'm making it every I'm year. making hundred thousand dollars every year. Yep. I mean, it, 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 it takes over from there and, and grows even further, of course. But but yeah. Yeah. but I think we just look at that. It's a good way. The, of the, the takeaway for me, well, that's the takeaway. And the in, in the the amount of time, um, you know, it takes 18 years in this situation to to, to get there. Uh, now, now, um, if you're in your early 50s mm-hmm. now. You've got close to eighteen years. Yep. Um, or if you're, you, yeah, know, if you, if you're older than that, maybe you don't have eighteen years. Uh, maybe you have thirteen years, but you still get great returns out of thirteen years. You yeah. Get, you, you, you get a great result out of out of out yeah. of doing yeah. something over a period of time of of ten years or thirteen years or yeah. twelve years. Yeah. And that's
1: I think the other to me just the the, the thing here is there's no one year where you and we t- we touched on this the other day with the concept of there's no one year here where you throw a hail mary pass and and you get from you don't you don't get from a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand in one leap. No, you get from a hundred to two hundred, then you get from two hundred to three hundred, and it just starts to speed up a mm. bit. And you just stick to the plan and keep. It's it's sort of unfortunate, you know. Sometimes I wish financial planning was more exciting and there was more cool <laughs> stuff where we just, you know, 10x someone's money in six months yeah. and, you know, do all these sorts of things. It's just not, the reality is, unfortunately, there's no, there is no easy answer. It is just a, a matter of of planning and, and having having that plan and then sticking to the plan and yeah. working it and doing what's required to
0: just flow through all those different stages. That's right. Um yeah, it is. It is. It's boring and predictable when you when you when you uh, yeah, when you do it right. When you do it right. Yeah. So uh, um, that's all I had to say today. Right. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty financial advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.